When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of If You Don't Like That. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about the NFL with Week 10 in the books. But first, I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. They are awesome. And they are available to you around the clock 24-7. So if you happen to have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. They'll be there for you. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. That's newworksplumbing.com. They've got a fix for you. Once again, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. Hard to believe that after last night's last second victory by the Denver Broncos, 10 weeks of the NFL season are in the book. Some teams have only played nine. But when I look at the NFC first, Philadelphia's got the best record in the conference at 8-1. and one. Here are the teams in the NFC that have no chance. Cross off Washington. Cross off the Giants. Cross off Green Bay. Say goodbye to Chicago. Everyone alive in the NFC South, with the exception of Carolina. Say goodbye to the Rams. Say goodbye to the Cardinals. Why don't we start and work our way from east to west, and we start with the Philadelphia Eagles. They are 8-1. and one. They've won three in a row, and one of their wins was recently at home against the Dallas Cowboys. So they are clearly in the driver's seat. Make no mistake about it. They are in the driver's seat in the NFC with only one loss. Now, here is their remaining schedule, which is kind of like, wow. All right? Next week, Kansas City, Monday night football on the road in KC. Home against the up-and-down Buffalo Bills. Then maybe the game of the year, San Francisco at Philadelphia. And that should be a dandy on Sunday, December 3rd. Then, how about these road games? At Dallas, at Seattle. Week off as they host the Giants. Then they have Arizona, and they have the week off as they play at the Giants. So, uh, here they are. You know, if they beat Dallas on the 10th, they're going to win the division. Now, the question is, will they have home field advantage? This game coming up on Monday night could be a big deciding factor when they're at Kansas City. I'm looking at wins at home against Buffalo, toss-up against San Francisco, toss-up against Dallas. I think they win at Seattle, and of course, they will win against the Giants twice and against Arizona. So at the very, very worst, 
for the Philadelphia Eagles already with eight wins. Buffalo would be nine. The Giants, 10. Arizona, 11. The Giants, again, would be 12. I think Seattle will be 13. Then it really comes down to Kansas City, San Francisco, and Dallas. But you got to like where the Philadelphia Eagles are right now in the NFC, not only to win the NFC East, but to have that top spot. If they lose to San Francisco, then all things are in play. When I look at San Francisco, if they're healthy, I still think they're the best team in the NFC. But who else is relevant in that NFC? Dallas, you have to factor in, okay? Dallas is 6-3. and three. Here's the problem I have with Dallas. Where are their signature wins? I mean, think about this. They beat the Giants twice. They beat the Jets. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Rams. They've had a cupcake schedule. They lost to Arizona, if you can believe that. They got blown out at San Francisco, and they lost to Philly 28-23. So they haven't... One against a real good team. I mean, the Chargers are so-so. That was 2017 on the road. Other than that, Cowboys have done nothing. Should have no problem winning their next two games at Carolina, home Washington, home Seattle, then home Philly, at Buffalo, at Miami, home Detroit, at Washington. So when you look at the Cowboys, okay, after they get done with Washington, their schedule is difficult. As I said, Seattle and Philly at home, at Buffalo, at Miami, Detroit at home, and then at Washington. So, You know, the Cowboys got to be feeling good about themselves, but how about winning against a good team? They have had an absolute cupcake schedule. Make no mistake about it. All right, where else do you want to go? Well, let's move around and look at other teams in the NFC and see how their schedules fare and whether or not they are going to be legitimate contenders when we get to January. Why don't we start with those Detroit Lions, 7-2, and Two-game lead in the loss column over the Vikings, who have caught fire, and they have won five games in a row. I give the Vikings a lot of credit for how they're playing. Let's look at the schedule for the Lions. They have the Bears. Then they have Green Bay at home. They're at New Orleans. They're at Chicago. Home Denver. At Minnesota. At Dallas. Home Minnesota. So those final three weeks, all right? Minnesota twice with Dallas in between. They got Denver, who's surging. They should be able to beat the Bears twice. They should be able to beat both Green Bay and New Orleans. So they should, again, they should win their next four games. But then, listen to this. Again, the finish. Denver at home, at Minnesota, at Dallas, home Minnesota. That race, just too close to call right now. But I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions to win that division. Yes, a lot does factor to the end. All right, what about the Vikings? Let's say they don't win the division storybook and what they've been able to do six up and four down what about their schedule all right they're at denver coming up home chicago at vegas at cincinnati home detroit home green bay at detroit so you know they got a very difficult schedule with the exception of chicago denver surging that's on the road should be able to win at vegas should beat the bears then after that other than green bay there may not be a win So this thing's going down to the wire if you're a fan of the Minnesota Vikings. We don't really have to go over the schedules in the NFC South, and the reason for that is the Saints are 5-5, Tampa's 4-5, Atlanta's 4-6. All of those teams are in play. I don't see any of those teams winning a playoff game, but again, they're all in play. All right, now NFC West. All right, you got the Niners and the Seahawks at 6-3. To me, San Francisco is definitely better than Seattle. Let's look at their schedule. All right, Tampa Bay this week at Seattle, 
at Philadelphia, home Seattle, at Arizona, Baltimore at home, at Washington, the Rams. Here are the games that, to me, I give automatic Ws to. Rams at Washington and Tampa Bay. So I'm giving them those three wins. If you split with Seattle, you're in good shape. At Philadelphia, that could determine home field advantage. And then the home game against Baltimore on Christmas should flat out be a dandy. But to me, San Francisco is clearly the best team in that division. I appreciate what Seattle's done at 6-3, and three, but I just can't see them finishing ahead of the Niners, barring injury. When I look at Seattle's schedule, you know, they play a, a Rams team that seems to always play well against them, then the Niners, then they're at Dallas to wrap up the month of November, then they're at San Francisco, Philly at home, at Tennessee, Pittsburgh at home, at Arizona. I think their schedule's too difficult. You know, not, not only do I don't think they can win the division, I think they better be concerned about making the playoffs. So that's how I see the NFC. All right, now to the AFC. After Buffalo's loss last night, they're 5-5. Five and five. They're still very relevant in that division where the Jets are out of it and the Patriots are out of it. And the reason for that is the Dolphins. You know, the Dolphins, to me, are a lot like the Dallas Cowboys. All right? Good record. But who have you won that's impressive? Who have you beat? Seriously. They won a shootout against the Chargers, 36-34. to They're not very good. Patriots stink. They beat Denver 70-20 to when Denver was horrible. They got blown out at Buffalo. They beat a pathetic Giants team. They beat a pathetic Carolina team. They got blown out at Philly. They beat another, uh, again, the Patriots again, horrible. And then they lost to Kansas City 21-14. Yeah, I know their record is 6-3, and three, but they haven't, they haven't done anything. They got the Raiders this week. I think they win. I think they beat the Jets the following week, and they should beat Washington. They should beat Tennessee. Here's their schedule at the end. Jets at home should be a win. Then you have Dallas, Baltimore on the road, Buffalo. All right? I, I think the Dolphins are in the driver's seat to winning that division. But would you go out and please win against a good team? All right? Seriously. You know, your, your big test this year, you have failed miserably. And for that reason, I can't really put a lot of faith in the Miami Dolphins. Now, when I look at Buffalo's schedule, I don't know who the Buffalo Bills are. They play the Jets this week. They lost to the Jets on opening night. They're coming off that horrible loss last night where it was turnover city, and then they had 12 men on the field for a kick that was no good that gave Denver a chance to win it, and they did. They're at Philadelphia. I think they lose there. They're at Kansas City. I think they lose there. They're home against Dallas. I think weather will be a big factor in that game on December 17th. At the Chargers, home New England, at Miami. Buffalo better be careful. They might be out of the playoffs altogether. I don't think they win the division, but I can see them being a wild card. All right, now to the AFC North. And this division is unbelievable. Baltimore 7 and 3, Pittsburgh, Cleveland 6 and 3, Cincinnati at 5 and 4. How about the game this week? Cincinnati and Baltimore. And I will say this, when you talk about the Baltimore Ravens, they just lost to Cleveland over the weekend. A game that they uh, lost down the stretch 33 to 31. If they beat the Bengals this week, Bengals will not win the division because they will own the tiebreaker with two wins. This is a gigantic game coming up with Cincinnati and the Baltimore Ravens. Then the Ravens are at the Chargers, home Rams, at Jacksonville, at San Francisco, home Miami, home Pittsburgh. I cannot predict the winner 
in this division because the schedules are just too darn tough. I, I like Baltimore, but if you told me that Cleveland would win the division, Pittsburgh would win the division, even if Cincinnati, if Cincinnati wins this week, do not rule them out. And then you got the best coach in football and Mike Tomlin, and all he does is keep his team relevant. At Cleveland this week, at Cincinnati, then you should win against Arizona at home, New England at home, Indy on the road, then your home Cincinnati at Seattle at Baltimore. Again, a brutal stretch coming up for the Pittsburgh Steelers after a couple of what I call, you know, W's. All right, then let's look at those Cleveland Browns who are six up and three down and have that outstanding defense. Pittsburgh, home, at Denver, at the Rams, Jacksonville at home, Chicago at home, at the surprising pesky Houston Texans, then the Jets at home, and at Cincinnati. I know one thing, it's a good thing that the NFL schedule is 17 games because you're going to need all 17 games to decide that AFC North. What about in the AFC South? Jacksonville at 6-3, and three, Houston at 5-4, and four, the Colts are 5-5. Five and five. I'm not going to go over all the schedules, but all three of those teams are in it. Tennessee is not. Now, C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, to me, they have been the best story in the National Football League. Stroud has been unbelievable. Arizona home should win. Jacksonville home, big test. Denver at home. So they got three straight home games coming up. Then they're at the Jets, at Tennessee, home Cleveland, home Tennessee, at Indianapolis. I like Houston. I don't know if they win the division, but they're going to be in the playoffs. I think they're playing too well, and I think C.J. Stroud has been too good. AFC West. To me, Kansas City clearly is going to win that division. The question is, will the Raiders, the Chargers, or the Broncos be able to catch them? Denver's won three in a row. They're four and five. You know, when I look at the Raiders, I know they've won two games for Antonio Pierce. I don't think they're that good at all. I think they lose this week at Miami. I think they lose the following week against Kansas City. I'm not so sure they don't lose the following week to Minnesota and the following week to the Chargers. They're at Kansas City. They're at Indianapolis, and they're home against Denver. Sorry, Raider fans. I don't see it happening. I I think maybe you got three more wins on the schedule. I just don't think they're that good. I really don't. Then, Chargers, inconsistent. Broncos, four and five, although they're getting hot. I just think Kansas City is the only team to come out of the playoffs in that division. I think in the AFC North, you're looking at three teams that will make the playoffs from that division. So that's how I see things through 10 weeks of the NFL season. Some teams obviously have played nine. Here's your biggest disappointments in the National Football League. And I think you can start with both New York teams. The Giants, to me, who made the playoffs last year are the worst team in the NFL at 2-8. and eight. Uh, The Bears, big-time disappointment. Everyone thought they would be better this year. They are not. They're just not. In the AFC, you know, teams to me that are disappointing, I, I, I don't know if I look at a team that's really disappointing. I didn't think the Jets would be that good once Aaron Rodgers got hurt. No one thought the Patriots would be that good. You know, everybody in the North is good. You know, I look at the South. I'm not... I am shocked at what Houston's doing, but I'm not surprised at anybody else. And then I didn't. I thought the Chargers would make the playoffs. They still may. They're going to have a dogfight coming down the stretch with Denver. Why don't we peek at Denver's schedule real quick? Because they have played better. They've won three in a row, including that thriller last night in Buffalo when they got a second chance at a game-winning kick because the Bills had 12 men on the field. You want to talk about a hot seat? That would be Sean McDermott, would it not? Sean McDermott. Big-time hot seat for him. I mean, there's no excuse. You cannot have 
12 men on the field in that situation. Can't happen. Plain and simple. Cannot happen. It's just, I don't know how you walk into the locker room and address your team when you have an extra guy on the field, which cost you a freaking game. All right? Now, I'm not saying the Bills deserve to win the game because I don't think they did. However, all right, if you have 11 on the field instead of 12, you do win the game. You do win the game. Inexcusable. But I look at the Broncos, who, again, are playing better. And, again, they've won three in a row. Here's their schedule the rest of the way. Minnesota at home. Cleveland at home. Out of Houston. At Chargers. At Detroit. Home New England. Home Chargers. At the Raiders. Tough schedule. We'll see what happens for Sean Payton and company. But that's how I look at the NFL as we're coming up on the giving day. Three games. We're what? Nine days away. Can't wait. Because after that, we're on for the stretch drive. It's time for Rant. 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 And today's rant is brought to you by Bennett's Westside Grill, one of their three restaurants. It is their newest at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, make a reservation, check out the menu and more. That's Bennett's Westside Grill at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Trust me, you will love it. The Buffalo Bills, 5-5. Five and five. I just talked about them for a moment or two during my podcast. All right, I got to ask you, Sean McDermott, Is he going to be around in January? Doesn't he have to take some of this blame with how disappointing the Buffalo Bills have been? I mean, here they are with another loss, four turnovers. I'm tired of hearing about Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen to me is just a turnover machine. And yes, he looks good on certain plays, but he cost you too many times in games where I look directly at the quarterback. And then you have 12 men on the field for a game winning attempt I mean think about that you get the break Denver misses the field goal and yet they get another opportunity because you have 12 men on the field like how does that happen who takes responsibility for that that's inexcusable not only may the Buffalo Bills not win the division I just went over their schedule they may not be in the playoffs and if they're not in the playoffs assuming that Sean McDermott still has his job when they kick the ball off on week 17, he will be looking for work elsewhere because there's no way the Buffalo Bills will move forward with Sean McDermott. He's had an opportunity. He's had some real good teams, and he hasn't been able to knock the door down. Something's got to change in Buffalo, and I'm not putting it all on the shoulders of McDermott. Josh Allen's got to take some responsibility too. But the Buffalo Bills, for crying out loud, I mean, if you're a part of the Bills Mafia, part of those passionate, crazy, blue-collar fans up there in Buffalo, New York. Enough is enough is what you're saying, right? Enough is enough. And that's my rant for today. That's my podcast for today. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Have yourself a great week. And thanks so much for listening to If You Don't Like That. So long, everybody. Lucky Land 
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.